This is Digital Pathology Today. Now here's your host, Dr. Joseph Anderson. We're here with Lisa Jean Clifford from Gestalt Diagnostics and Felix Faber from MindPeak, and we're talking about a big announcement. Gestalt and MindPeak are teaming up to provide services and support bioreference laboratories in their digital pathology business. So first, let's go to you, Lisa Jean. Tell us a little bit about the history of Gestalt Diagnostics. Sure. So we're a relatively young company. We've been in business for just about four years. We provide technology solutions, technical and integration services and support to pathology laboratories specifically. We focus on digital pathology for our solutions. That's our our mainstay product. It's branded under the name Pathflow. And it's an enterprise software platform that is specifically designed to bring the benefits of digital workflow to pathologists and the pathology laboratory. We've built on our team's deep experience in developing and deploying pathology laboratory applications. Many of our staff have a significant uh, depth of experience in laboratory information systems, EMRs, EHRs, also with a radiology workflow solution that's used today for over 15 million reads a year. Our products are engineered specifically for the unique needs and workflow of the pathologist within the laboratory. And our Pathflow platform includes the ability to integrate image analysis and artificial intelligence solutions, such as those from MindPeak. By doing that, we're able to provide cancer scoring and image enhancement support for the pathologist directly within our platform in their workflow. And all of the excitement of digital pathology, you know, we have the scanners and the ability to digitize the images and pathologists are exciting, transitioning away from the microscope, but really it's the workflow. Really, how do we, in a practical sense and in real time, how do we convert these images into diagnoses? And so I think the workflow goes a big way. And then, like you said, it it needs to support AI because I think everyone is really excited about the AI component. And so, uh, Felix, maybe tell us a little bit about uh, MindPeak and some of the work you're doing there. Of course. So um, MindPeak, we're a company that is uh, similarly young. Uh, We have been starting in 2017, founding the company in 2018. We are a team now of 25 people uh, and we are venture capital funded, 12 million that we have raised so far. Uh, We dedicated our time to uh, improve the pathologist's work day by applying deep learning artificial intelligence in a way that we uh, solve problems for them. So you have a few products out there now. So one is an algorithm for breast marker uh, IHC. So the the routine markers we do, ERPR, HER2, Key67. Tell us a little bit about that product and where people are using it today. So when we came into the digital pathology space, uh, we saw that there was this huge issue that that each lab had this different, little bit of a different process of creating the tissue slide. Um, which caused huge um, variances in the images that come out of it. It depends on how thick the tissue is cut, which stainer is being used, which antibody clone, finally which scanner is used. And we saw that this is one of the main reasons that we need to solve, or the main issues we need to solve if we want to have a product out there in the clinical routine diagnostic. And with that in mind, and with our experience that we have from the past, which 
uh, stem from uh, back to 2003, where we started developing neural networks. We focused on creating AI algorithms that are plug and play, so that work out of the box in uh, different environments, in different laboratories. Our first product, um, our Chi breast uh, IHC, so Chi67 ERPR quantifier, um, shows exactly that, that it can work across uh, many labs without uh, um, any parameterization or without any retraining of the network, so plug and play, and that makes things a lot easier. You highlight a fascinating problem in anatomic pathology or surgical pathology is this idea of the need for standardization or perhaps the lack of standardization. I always liken it to like a bakery. There's a lot of food analogies in pathology, so with the IHC, I would, you know, everyone... We've come a long way in, in recent years, but people would do it differently in different laboratories. And I would say it's like baking chocolate chip cookies. You would have, you know, different amounts of sugar, flour, chocolate chips, and all the other ingredients. And roughly we'd come up with, we'd both be making chocolate chip cookies, but they might taste very different and might have different amounts of chocolate chips. But then comes the challenge of how to standardize them and how to you know, score them in a consistent way so that results are transferable from laboratory to laboratory and make sense in treating patients. So how did you go about tackling that problem? A couple of technologies or techniques from the deep learning side that starts with partially uh, unsupervised, semi-supervised learning approaches to initialize our networks that can take into account a lot of data from many labs. It adds up with very sophisticated data augmentation uh, methods and also data data selection mechanisms that we have figured out over time so that the data that really reaches our network for training is extremely uh, highly pre-selected um, and um, covers different ranges of that huge variant space that comes from the lab. Lisa Jean, tell us about where is Pathflow currently deployed now? Are labs currently using it? Yes, we actually have several customers who are using it in their operations today, so live operations. And we have several other clients who are underway in their implementation and their solution build to be able to deploy and go live. Our next client is looking to go live in June, so right around the corner here. So in this big project you're doing with bioreference laboratories, you're teaming up with MindPeak. Tell us a little bit about you know conditions you need, what qualities you're looking for in, in a partnership, and how your two companies uh, can work together, how that came to be. The qualities we really look for in partnerships are a combination of the technology that the company provides and the culture. So we're really looking for a good marriage between the two two companies in terms of the value add for the solutions that we bring to market in the combined sense of our two technology stacks, but then also in making sure that the culture fits with what our goals and beliefs are in terms of values and mission statements for what we provide for our customers and the type of support and level of support that we provide to our customers. With MindPeak specifically, by integrating with MindPeak, we are providing providing pathologists with the ability to select regions of interest on a digital image or a whole slide image, automatically send that to MindPeak and receive their annotated results back in real time. Providing pathologists instant access to the AI algorithms directly within their workflow not only increases their efficiency, it helps speed the time to diagnosis and ultimately to treatment for cancer patients. And this can have a significant impact on the pathologist turnaround 
turnaround times, accuracy, and greatly impact the outcome for individual patients. And that's where we feel that we align very closely with MindPeak in terms of um, our company's culture and focus is it's really on impacting the pathologist's workflow, their accuracy, making their daily life easier to manage in a streamlined, fully interoperable environment. And then the ultimate goal is having that positive impact on the outcome for the patient. And Felix, how about you from the MindPeak perspective? What are you looking for in a partnership? You know, I guess first in terms of company culture and the ability to collaborate, and then second, technical aspects, you know, you have this, these algorithms that you can deploy, but certainly you need the platform on which to build it and which to integrate. Seamless integration, that is for us key, uh, because the customer, pathologist, uh, everybody knows they have such an optimized workflow. Uh, so you need to be really good in order to bring value to him or her. Um, the Gestalt Diagnostics platform offers exactly that and um, the integration is uh, very deep and very seamless. So that was uh, one important part uh, and that's something that we look for in partners, definitely. For the culture, I would give an example. I think what Gestalt does a great job in is figuring out how to talk to the customer, when to talk to them from the path flow side and when to take the AI vendors like us into the conversation with, with a customer so we can go into depth uh, where needed. A partner that understands that, um, uh, that is of great value, I think. Specifically, let's talk about this uh, project with Bioreference Laboratories going to look like, maybe give us a sense of, you know, kind of the volumes that you're going to be doing, how Pathflow is going to integrate with Bioreference Laboratories, and then how MindPeak algorithms are going to work with Pathflow, at least the gene. Bioreference is going to be using our um, Pathflow digital pathology solution for specifically um, breast cases in their initial deployment. And they have um, multiple, in fact, hundreds of external pathologists who send their more difficult breast cases to bioreference. And they're looking to use our platform to be able to support both their internal and their external pathologist, pathologist clients in a digital way. Bioreference will be using the ERPR, Key67, HER2, and P53 AI algorithms for the breast diagnostics um, from MindPeak integrated directly within PathFlow. And the idea is that their external pathologists will be able to log in and access just their cases through their secure login in our application, be able to run the algorithms and incorporate those results directly within their reports. Their internal pathologists will also be able to launch their cases directly from their work lists within our application. Again, run the MindPeak algorithms directly within their workflow and then incorporate those results directly within their reports as well. And Felix, tell us your thoughts about how uh, MindPeak's going to integrate into, into this partnership. Is this kind of the scenario you've been looking for? And do you think it, it provides uh, further opportunities? So this scenario is a quite specific one as there are so many sending labs that send uh, tissue to bioreference uh, and thus the vi variance is extremely high. And uh, that's ex especially where the strengths of our solution comes into play we don't really know any other solution that could solve that issue here and uh, thus it's it's a great playing field and optimal opportunity to uh, apply our algorithms
I completely agree. It is a great playing field, and I think it's really getting those of us in digital pathology excited, really, to see all of these parts coming together, really, to provide you know optimized workflows and better working environments for pathologists and better results for patients. So Lisa Jean Clifford and Felix Faber, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, before we wrap up, let me just ask both of you, what excites you and wh- where do you see things going in the next couple of years, Lisa Jean? What's really exciting me right now is the level of interest and adoption that we're seeing around digital and AI algorithms. As you know, healthcare and, and pathology specifically has been a little bit slow to adopt in the past for new technologies. And digital has been around for many decades, as we all know. And again, it's It's been relatively slow for mainstream adoption, and we've really seen an uptick in that in the last year and a half to two years. And I would say that with coming out of the second half of last year and into the first half of this year, we're really seeing a shift in that. And I think the AI algorithms and the use and benefit of the algorithms are really helping to drive the digital adoption. Obviously, you can't use AI without digital. We're really starting to see a lot of uptick not only in mainstream larger laboratories, but in mid and small size laboratories who have a distributed footprint as well. It's one of the themes we talk about on this podcast is, you know, what's taking so long? You know, this technology has been with us for all this time, but I think we're definitely hitting an inflection point in the last year or two where we're just getting wide scale, wide scale adoption. And it's very exciting. And so Felix... What do you think? What excites you? And wh- where do you see things going in the next couple of years? Two things. So one thing is that I was really amazed that as soon as the pathologists have their scanner in the lab, they are asking for AI. Uh, so that openness of the pathologists community uh, really surprised me. Um, and, and I'm very happy about that. And that really leaves us uh, with a great future because if the community is open uh, to these tools, uh, and then the adoption uh, will will work and, and uh, the companies will, can create great solutions. The second th- thing is a more internal thing. Uh, that is uh, the possibilities we have of combining. It's a little bit of a technical thing, but the possibilities of combining the newest uh, self and unsupervised methods with uh, labeled and supervised methods, uh, which yield again Uh, even better results. There's a lot to come in the future in in the AI space, I think. It is very exciting times indeed. Well, Lisa Jean Clifford and Felix Faber, thank you so much for being with us. We'll see you next time on Digital Pathology Today. This has been Digital Pathology Today. Please be sure to subscribe Thanks for listening.